Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to Dr. E.J. McKenzie on Blog Talk Radio. Yes, I choose this. Yes, 
I deny this. Yes, I reject this. That's what makes us like God, made in the image and the likeness of God, our will. So therefore, uh, today is a great day. Today is great because you are great. You are made in the image and the likeness of your God. So we're going to talk about some things concerning what's coming up uh, I, uh, this coming year as we uh, prepare to um, uh, come to the end of 2012 and embark upon 2013. Every 2013 is going to be whatever you believe it's going to be, whatever you make it, not God, not Satan, but whatever you. So what do you believe? The Bible says all things are possible to them that believe. What you probably need to do before 2012 ends, listen, this is just on a suggestion. Look at the, uh, the last two years, two to three years. Go back over those prophetic words that's been spoken over your life. One thing about the prophetic, you've got to understand, the majority of the time you get a prophetic word, it is futuristic. God is preparing you for your future. That may, may, be, may be the next year, the next month. Uh, that's what a prophetic word is. It is always something futuristic. A word of knowledge is something that uh, has taken place and is taking place at this present time. So we got to understand the distinction between a prophetic word and a word of knowledge. So therefore, majority, go back over your prophetic words for what God has spoken into your life the last three years. Listen to them and see which one of them confirmed. Let every word be established by two or three witnesses. See which words that confirm with one another. Write them down or mark them. If you already have them written out, circle them. If you don't have them written out, type it out. Have somebody to transcribe it for you. Because whatever word that's most likely that has been confirmed by two or three different people, about the same thing the last three years, uh, you can expect the manifestation of that. And, 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 and not even a confirmation. Sometimes God is going to grow us up that you don't need a confirmation, that you're so in tune with him that when you hear a word, you, you don't accept the word because this is what your flesh wants. You accept this word because your spirit agrees with it. Your spirit, I know that this is God. I know. Your spirit begins to leap. And not because it is something that you wanted to hear. You want to hear the heart of God. So go back over your prophetic words. Before we get into the heart of the mind of God, let me give you a couple of announcements real quick, if you will. Uh, uh, God has on a consecration three days every uh, the beginning, the end of every month this year. Uh, we're not going to do anything less, but we're just changing the dates. We usually have, we used to fast the last Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday every month. We've been doing it all the year. So we come uh, to the end, the conclusion of 2012 this month. So because this month has been set aside for the celebration of the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ, and this is a time of family building, family being strengthened, uh, it should be anyway. I'll put it that way. I know everybody want to go um, and play. There's nothing wrong with playing. And uh, uh, But this is a time for, to be strengthened in the Lord and to celebrate the birth of the Lord Jesus Christ. So we are changing our uh, fast days till, to uh, uh, this coming Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Now, we do have a new code 
uh, and a new line because this line is going to be much better. Uh, uh, my wife went and got this uh, line, uh, and we'll be able to record. And uh, the line that we previously uh, had, we can record on the last for that day until we record again. So we'll be able to have reference numbers that you can go back if it's 50 times we we prayed, uh, we fasted, I mean, so we've spoken to people lives, or whatever the case may be, you'll be able to go back to that reference number. So the new number is area code 712-432-3900. Once again, the new number is 712-432-3900. And the code is 257381-POUND, 28 I think I said 25 the first time. No, it's 28, excuse me, 287381 pound. 287381 pound. So that's this coming Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, the prayer line the, the, um, uh, is going to be centered around thanksgiving and praise. We're going to be thanking God for sustaining us in 2012, thanking and praising him for keeping us and thanking him for the tests, thanking him for the trials, thanking him for all the things that he have allowed us to experience, but he sustained us. The devil tried to take us out, <laughs> but he couldn't. He tried to uh, discourage you to the place that you will quit and give up because he know he can't make you. You have to give up voluntarily. You have to quit voluntarily. I refuse to quit, ladies and gentlemen. What about you? I refuse to quit. I refuse to give up. I refuse to turn coward. I refuse to faint. God is too real to me. He's too real to me. And when I begin to read the Bible, ladies and gentlemen, that's the purpose of that word is to encourage us. When I begin to look at the men of God that experienced great hell that broke loose against them, that did not quit, it encouraged me. The same grace, the same grace that sustained them and kept them and kept them going is the same grace that works, matter of fact, in a greater dimension of grace, that works in us. Because grace really wasn't uh, this uh, fully manifested in that day and time, especially in the Old Testament. But uh, now it is with us. It was grace that sustained you. It was grace that sustained me. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, so therefore God is getting ready to reward us for our stand. He's getting ready to pay you back for your stand. God is getting ready to restore the years that the locust, the cankerworm, the caterpillar, and the plumber worm has eaten in your life. Now, my prayer to God with you that you don't get, you don't let, you don't, you're not deceived and you're not manipulated with such a negative mentality and a negative attitude where you open up your mouth and curse yourself. Uh, with the words that come out of your mouth. And I want to tell you what I mean by that. There was a situation, there was a famine in the land, and the famine was so severe, you 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 know the story, it was so severe where people was eating their own children uh, uh, because, there, I mean, the, the famine was severe. They was eating their own children. And then all of a sudden the word of the Lord came through the man of God, the prophet of God, said, tomorrow this time you'll be able to buy flour for a penny, you'll be able to do this and that. And uh, the, the king's servant uh, uh, came against the man of God, spoke against the man of God, and said, ain't no way in this world this will happen. And the man of God said, you will see it with your eyes, but you won't partake of it. Do not curse yourself, because you've been going through years of hell, 
You've been going through hell over and over and over and over. And now you say, I don't got too many prophetic words. Every time I get a prophetic word, hell breaks loose and nothing ever comes to pass. That's the way it's designed. Your word must die in order for your word to experience resurrection. Nothing lives until it dies. You've got to understand prophetic revelation. You've got to understand prophetic uh, 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 conceptions, prophetic birthing. You've got to understand it. And the majority of people that receive prophetic words do not understand it, how the prophetic operate. And so, therefore, do not curse yourself. I haven't got too many prophetic words. It's not magic. And I need to, you need to understand this. The majority of every prophetic word that you will ever see is conditional. It is conditional. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm always getting ahead of myself. Let me give you this last announcement here because I'm in a flow right now. We'll be having our watch night service uh, um, uh, this uh, Monday, not this Monday, on the, uh, the um, what date is that now? <laughs> the 31st, December the 31st. Uh, 2012, going to be 10 p.m. Uh, use our watch night service. It be very powerful. Uh, God used to give us a prophetic word uh, for the coming year, what things is going to take place, uh, certain things he revealed that's going to happen in the earth realm here in the United States, uh, uh, certain thing, transitions that's going to take place. We don't know what, he's, uh, what all he's uh, going to say. But we got a glimpse of what he's going, what he wants, uh, what he wants to articulate, and what's going to take place on next year. So we used to do that. It's going to be at the Embassy Suites Hotel Airport, 3974 South River Drive. Uh, that's the Miami Airport. Uh, parking is five dollars for those that desire uh, to come. Um, and and the, the, the people that you need to get there is every enemy. Uh, we know people is not your enemy. Get your neighbors out. Get your coworkers out to hear what the Lord is saying, uh, and maybe uh, before they go to their party, uh, they will experience a dimension of, of, of the love of God to get their life to the Lord, and they cancel the party, and they go have a party. So um, that's going to be the 31st at 10 p.m., ladies and gentlemen. So tell your family and friends, those that is not, uh, do not have watch night service, and uh, uh, your church is not having watch night service, you can, uh, we invite you to be a part and those uh, that uh, uh, do not have a church home, uh, we'd like to invite you out. And those that do not have a church, period, uh, you need a church. So we'd like to invite you out to be a part of what the Lord God is going to be articulating uh, unto us uh, December the 31st. All right. But going back to the, the, the prophetic understanding, the prophetic how it operates, do not curse yourself. Uh, so many times you get frustrated and aggravated because you have words spoken over you and say, God, I don't understand. You've been saying this and saying this. I don't see absolutely nothing taking place. But you've got to understand how God operates. When God gives you a prophetic word, usually your prophetic word is connected to other people. It is connected to other circumstances, situations. It is connected to other regions, uh, different parts of the city, uh, whatever your word is. It's connected others. So when God gives you a word many times, uh, God uh, is be based on you now, based on your word, uh, your faith, and based what comes out of your mouth. Uh, that's the heart of God. Always understand how the prophetic works. It is coming from heaven, and it's coming to this realm. It's re being released out of heaven. If a man of God is speaking by the Spirit of God, 
a woman of God is speaking by the Spirit of God. That means there's a word that's been released out of the third heavens from the throne of God, uh, and the man and the woman is nothing but a conduit, nothing but a channel or agent uh, to give you the revelation of the heart of the mind uh, of heaven. Now, remember, it is the will of heaven. Your prophetic word is the will of heaven. It's not the will of the preacher uh, or the person that is speaking to you. It's the will of heaven. This is the will of heaven for your life. This is the will of heaven for the earth. God wants to manifest what he speaks into your life. He wants to manifest that in your life, in the earth realm, and always understand your prophetic word is secondary. Primary is God getting the glory out of you allowing him to fulfill that word in your life. You've got to understand how to work. So heaven speaks. Heaven articulates. You receive it. But you've got to receive it by faith. It means nothing for heaven to reveal to you heaven's will, heaven's purpose, if you don't believe it. The Bible says all things are what? Possible to them that believe. To them that believe. So Satan understands this as well. So what is his goal is? To get you not to believe. To get you not to believe. To get you to waver. To get you to doubt. To get you to cast, uh, cast off from what, you, uh, what God has spoken over your life. And always understand this right here. You know the scripture, Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the thoughts that I think towards you, said the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil. Thoughts of what? Peace and not of evil. Thoughts of what? Peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope or to give you an expected end. So therefore, every prophetic word that is coming from heaven um, is, is the thoughts of God. It is the mind of God that is being articulated to you. And we get excited about it, but not understanding that that word that you have received must go through a process. It must go through a process of death and then a process of resurrection. Or a process of conception, or a process of birthing. And we do understand when you conceive a thing, when a woman conceives seed, that the woman go through certain uh, stages. And at the final stages, she dilates. When she gets to 10 centimeters, she gives birth. She gives birth to something that she has conceived. Everything works on that premise. Except for seed fall into the ground and die, everybody alone. But if that seed die, it will bring forth much fruit. It will what? Bring forth much fruit. So when you get a prophetic word and all hell breaks loose against you, it is not really breaking loose against you directly. It's breaking loose against the word that you have received. Why? Because you've got to understand something. That word must die. But the enemy's ultimate goal is to get you to abort that word. To get you to abort that word. And how do the enemy get, try to get you to abort that word? By doubting it. By releasing a contrary negative word out of your mouth concerning what God has said to you. Satan understands the power of agreement. If any two agree, on earth, not in heaven. If any two agree on earth as touching anything they should ask, it shall be done for them of the Father which is in heaven. What should you be asking for? What God has already spoken over your life. What God has already articulated to you. 
That should, that should govern your thoughts. You should be meditating on that. You should be speaking that. You should be confessing that. You should be praying that. It should be a part of your general, normal conversation. The prophetic word that was spoken of your life. But will we miss it at? Because when that word is going through a death process, we get frustrated, we get aggravated, and we throw up our hands and we quit. And then we turn around and say the man or the woman of God lied, or we say God did not really speak that word. Well, doesn't that sound just like Satan speaking to Eve in the Garden of Eden? God know if you partake of this fruit, you're not going to. Uh, God know if you partake of this fruit, you're going to be just like Him, knowing good and evil. God don't want you to be just like Him. He knows that the day that you partake, your eyes are going to be open. You're going to be, not be able to know good and evil. You've got to understand, ladies and gentlemen, the strategies of Satan against you and, and against I. His goal is for you and I to abort what heaven has released to us. And you've got to understand something. That's how God gets glory. Ladies and gentlemen, think about it. Just common sense. Now, God speaks. And he says, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to elevate you. I'm going to give you a spouse. I'm going to give you a raise. I'm going to give you a promotion. And usually, always understand, when God speaks a thing, it's going to seem difficult. It's going to seem impossible. That lets you know that word comes from God. If God gives you something that you can accomplish and you can fulfill, most likely it is not God. Most likely it is not him. So what impossible word, or what word that appeared to be impossible that's been spoken to you? That's the very one that the enemy is going to bombard you. I remember when I first met my mentor, and uh, uh, I first started traveling with him when I came here to South Florida, he began sharing me what God was going to do in my life and how God was going to raise me up. And, and what God's going to do in the areas of economics, uh, as a businessman, whatever the case may be, I, I believe the man of God. But let me share something with you. I was, I was trying to figure out how could God do this. I don't come from a family of business. I, 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 I've never went to school for business. I've never had business. I've never been in business. How could this be? So, ladies and gentlemen, I was the perfect candidate. Because God usually takes the foolish things of the world to confound the wise. What God's going to do in you, most likely you don't qualify for it. That should let you know you are a candidate for what God has said. You don't qualify from, by man's standards. You don't qualify by the standards of this realm. You don't have the contacts. You don't have the education. You don't have absolutely nothing that qualifies you for the word of the Lord to come to pass in your life. That's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. Are you getting this? Are you getting this? So you qualify. You qualify. You don't have the education. You don't have the background. You don't have absolutely nothing. Why? Because he can get all the glory. He can get all the glory. So God want to give you houses that you, don't, you, you, you didn't build. So what God does is uh, I'm getting ready to transition you. I'm going to bless you uh, with a home. I'm going to bless you uh, with this. I'm going to bless you with that. Whatever, the, whatever he has said, he said, I'm getting ready to do this thing. Now notice what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Your credit is all messed up. 
you 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 making minimum wage. So how in the world can this be? How can I receive a house debt free? How can but but God said it. God, I don't got two confirmations on this thing. I, I, I know you're God. I know there's nothing too hard for you. What what is is this a government program, Father, that you're gonna open up for me to be able to do this? Isn't it amazing how we begin to reason with God when it comes down to the words of the Lord that has been spoken of our lives? Isn't it amazing? We reason with him. We're reasoning with the Most High God, and that's what gets us in trouble more than anything. That's why the Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter uh, 10, uh, verse 5 there, pulling down strongholds, you got to fight. And your greatest fight, ladies and gentlemen, is really not against demons. It's against yourself. The Bible says we have to fight the good fight of faith. I got to fight to believe God. I got to fight to trust God. I got to fight to hold on to that word. When all the natural circumstances and situations have said, it'll never happen. When everybody around you said, it will never happen. Everybody around you said, you're crazy. Won't you just give up, man? You've been holding on to this word for five years now. That's why he gave it to you. And that's why he didn't give it to the person that said that. He gave that word to you. He didn't give it to your parents. He didn't give that word to your siblings. He gave that word to you because God wants to manifest himself in the earth realm, ladies and gentlemen. And the way he manifests himself in the earth realm, he finds a man, he finds a woman that will agree with him. And once you agree with God, then God legally can enter into the earth realm and manifest himself in the earth realm. Through you. When God gave the land of Canaan to the nation of Israel, he had to find somebody that would agree with him. He had to find somebody to agree with him. Now, you got to understand something about that situation. But now, it's more easy for God to accomplish what he want to accomplish through one person than three million people. Moses was the deliverer to lead this nation into the land of Canaan. But what happened? We had 12 spies that entered into the land of Canaan. Two believed and 10 didn't believe. That's why, ladies and gentlemen, it's hard for agreement to take place. When God gives you a word, sometimes you just need to be quiet. Close your mouth. Don't tell everybody about it. Sometimes you, you think even your best friend wants to see something happen. The devil uses people. And then your best friend could be mumbling up under their breath. Oh, please, God ain't going to do that. Ain't no way God's going to do that. But they don't tell you that. But it's, oh, I'm standing with you. I'm standing with you. And when they're standing, they're standing with their mouth. But their hearts is not with you. you got to understand how it works. you got to understand how it works. So let's look at a principle in the word of the Lord concerning the prophetic. And always understand this right here. Your prophetic word, when God gives you a word, many times it is always connected with something in your life that's getting ready to increase. It's connected with increase. It's connected with elevation. It's connected with prosperity. It's connected with divine health. It is connected with something that's going to take your life to a realm and a level 
that it's never been before. When God give you a word, when God covenant with you and you and, and asking you to covenant with him, is that that prophetic word is designed to take you a place beyond where you at now. And you may have it good right now. But when God gives you a word, God is taking you from good to better and from better to great. Are, are you hearing me? This is your due season at that time, ladies and gentlemen. My prayer to God that you will lay hold on this and that you will believe this, that you will, you will leave in 2012 in such a spirit of expectancy. But my prayer to God is that he break out before, for you before the 31st ends. Before the clock strikes 12, December 31st, my prayer to God that he will manifest himself to you and demonstrate himself to you in a way, in a dimension that you've never experienced before, that your life will forever be changed all the days of your life. And that you, now, you will enter to 2013. You will dictate what 2013 is going to be, how it's going to be. You're going to dictate that. You're no longer going to be dictated by this realm. I did a message years ago called Transcending the Mundane. And you really already have transcended it, but you're not living in the transcendent state. The Bible says in the book of Colossians that you and I have been delivered from the powers of darkness, and you and I have been translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. The kingdom of God is not of this realm, but it's in this realm. It's not of this realm. Peter Upon this uh, rock I shall build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. He said, I'm going to give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven, the keys um, that belongs to the kingdom, the kingdom that belongs to heaven. Pray this way. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. The kingdom has already come. We need to pray for his kingdom to come. It's already here. So therefore, you and I have entered into the kingdom of God. So therefore, you and I have been delivered from the powers of this realm. We've been translated into the kingdom of God's dear son. But the enemy's ultimate goal is to get you to live and, uh, to live and to operate from this realm and not from the ascended realm. You and I, that's what the word of God says. He says, I don't feel like I've been translated. What do that have to do with anything? That's your biggest problem. What you see, hear, smell, taste, and feel is your greatest enemy to the realm of God, to the supernatural. I don't care about what, what, what it looked like, smell like, taste like, feel like. I care about all of that. I know what the word of the Lord says. That's the only thing I'm concerned about. I, if the word said it, I believe it. I have been delivered. I'm not going to be delivered. I have already been delivered from the powers of darkness. I am delivered from the powers of darkness. I am delivered. Whatever you may be going through at this present time, I am delivered. And some things is not Satan. A lot of things, majority of things is God. Because he's preparing you for something great. Go ahead and say it with me if you will. I am Delivered from the powers of darkness. My spouse is delivered from the powers of darkness. My children is delivered from the powers of darkness. My health is delivered from the powers of darkness. My wealth is delivered from the powers of darkness. Everything connected to me is delivered from the powers of darkness. My home, my property, everything that I possess that God has given me is delivered from the powers of darkness. That means Satan have no legal right to it. Have no legal right to it. None whatsoever. Are you getting this, ladies and gentlemen? Are you getting this? So you got to understand how this thing works. And you got to comprehend how it works. 
Now, let's look at uh, something here in the word of the Lord. Here is the father of faith, Abraham. Abraham is the man that God used to birth in a level of measure, well, according to the word, he had the birth in faith. Uh, God had to find somebody to agree with him for faith to be established. Notice what the scripture says here. Genesis chapter 12 and verse 1. Now the Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country and from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. Now, you, notice he's asking him to do something. He's transitioning here. He's moving from one place to another place. And the thing having to do with the place is obedience. But I want you to look at the progression here. Look at the progression. Verse 2, I will make you a great nation. I will bless you. And make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. Now, notice what God is offering this man for obedience. Oh, you got to look at it. Where you are located at this present time, Abram, you are not considered to be a great person where you're at right now. Where you at right now, you have some things. You you have inherited, your father has died, just died, and 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 you have all your father's possession, but your father's possession, what you have, can it be compared to what I'm getting ready to do for you? He said, Now this is what I need you to do. I need you to get out of your country, from your family, and from your father's house to a land I will show you. Now if you do that, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to make you a great nation. Now, look at all of the nations that are around you, Abraham. Look, look, look at all the nations around you. Which nation that you see that is considered the greatest nation of your day? He may tell God, well, this one right here. He said, not even comparison. I'm going to make you a great nation. I will bless you and make your name great and you shall be a blessing. I'm going to bless you and turn around and use you as a channel of blessing. Sound like you're going to be the lender and not the borrower to me. That's what it sounds like. You're going to be the lender and not the borrower to me. And notice what he goes on to say, if you will, verse 3. I will bless those who bless you, and I will curse those who curse you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Verse 4, so Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him. He did what? And Abram departed as the Lord had spoken to him. He did what? And Abram departed. Now, when Abram departed, what did that reveal? It revealed he believed God. He believed God. He departed. So you've, you've been waiting on your prophetic word. And you've been waiting on your prophetic word, and you've been waiting on your prophetic word, but you haven't departed. 
you haven't got up and moved. You haven't done absolutely nothing to prepare yourself for the fulfillment of the prophetic word that God has spoken over your life. And when I say prepare yourself, I'm not talking about fasting. I'm not talking about prayer. Fasting prayer keeps you sensitive. It keeps you sensitive. So, but Abraham, this, but the key is, where I really want to focus on is not him departing, but that's great. He departed because of revelation he believed God. But the key was, what did God promise him? God promised him something that was greater than where he was located. Your prophetic word has promised you something greater than where you're located. Your prophetic word is bigger. Your prophetic word is greater. And notice this right here, that it requires an act of faith. It required him to become courageous. It required him to be bold. To do something that was stupid. To do something that didn't make any sense. It doesn't calculate. I'm going somewhere I've never been before. You haven't been told. In matter of fact, he did not tell him, get up and go. As he went, then God began to reveal. As he went, God began to reveal. Are you getting this? Ladies and gentlemen, you are getting ready to experience an explosive move of the Spirit of God. God is setting you up, setting me up. I know this in my spirit uh, of a wealth transfer. Ladies and gentlemen, please listen to me. A lot of people will hear this, and they'll get hyped up. And I got people that's around me. When God opened up doors for me, and, and, and this probably is the last test for me with the people that are around me. I just shared some things with some, with some people around me. Hype. Hype, hype, hype. And they're, they're not action people. Not all. They're not action people. Want to know why? Because before they make a move, they try to figure it out. They want to live safe. Faith is not living safe. Faith is always taking a risk. God is always demanding you to risk something about you in order for you to receive what he has for you. If you are not willing to risk you, you will never get all what God has for you. That's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. Abraham leaving his family, his father's household, his country, and going into a place he know not of, you tell me that's not risk? He, 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 look at this. He was willing to obey God, risking his relationship with his wife, risking his relationship with his relatives. Abraham, you, you know that ain't God. You're, you're crazy. Man, as a matter of fact, he was an idol worshiper before God came to him. It's an idol worshiper. And that's, a, that's amazing, even that by itself. God came to him, idol worshiper. So you never count nobody out. But he was willing to risk it all. His wife don't say, listen, that can't be God. Ain't nowhere in the world. You're going somewhere. And but you don't want to know we're just going to pack our clothes and get in the car and just go. No, you go ahead and go, brother. Me and these kids is not staying here. But a real man would say, baby, if you want to stay here, that's fine. But me and the kids, we're going. Me and the kids. I'm responsible for you. I am responsible for these children. So, therefore, if you don't want to go, the children is going with me. The children is going with me. The Lord spoke to Abraham in the 18th chapter and told him, he says, 
uh, because I know Abraham. He's going to train his children and his household after him that I may give him the promise. I think that's 1819. That I may give him everything that I promised him. What God promised him was contingent upon him educating and training his family, his household, his children in the ways of the God that came to him and spoke to him. I hope every male gender on this phone listening to me. Because the majority of men, they want to leave the spirituality up to the wife. They want to leave the spirituality up to the wife. It didn't say Sarah teaching his family and teaching his household. It said Abraham teaching his family and his household after him. Are you getting this? Are you hearing the Holy Spirit today? Is he challenging your thinking today? Is he challenging your stance today? But God is getting ready to manifest him. And don't let God manifest himself to you out of order. You don't want him to manifest you out of order. Are, are you hearing me today? So this is a season of, of wealth. So he promised him wealth. He promised him greatness. He promised to give him a great name. I personally believe that God wants your name to be great in your family. I believe God wants your name to be great in your family. But are you willing to pay the price for your name to be great in your family? My last name is McKenzie. My obedience to the Most High God will cause my name to reverberate in the realm of the Spirit as well as throughout the McKenzie with so many McKenzie's, <laughs> but my lineage. God will reconnect every McKenzie in the world through my obedience or just my present lineage, my, my uh, uh, siblings, my nephews, my nieces, my uncles, my aunts, my obedience. But I've got to be willing to pay a price. And the price may be that everybody say, I'm crazy. Everybody say, you're stupid. Everybody say, it can't be God. Everybody say you're a lunatic. Are you willing to be named and called whatever men is willing to call you and desire to call you to obey God today? Sacrifice today so you can apprehend your future tomorrow. And the same people that talked about you, you will become the channel of blessings to their life. Are you getting this? you got to be willing to sacrifice. Abraham, not Abraham, Joseph's brothers. Here is heaven dealing with a young man. Heaven. Dream. He had a prophetic dream. Prophetic dream. That he saw the sun and the moon bowing to him. His father and his mother. He saw 11 stars bowing to him. His brothers. They hated him. The hate, and what this is beautiful, ladies and gentlemen, this is beautiful. Look at this here. This is, this is so dynamite. Their hatred was of God. Are you hearing me? His brother's hatred came from God. I said, how in the world could you say that their hatred came from God? Because their hatred drove them to do something they normally would have done if they didn't hate him. And Joseph would have never got in Egypt. 
and God could never perfect it, the giftings of God that was on the inside of Joseph. Without Joseph going through the process of death, what did he die to? He died to his family. Death does not mean eradication or annihilation. It means separation. So God got Joseph from his father, from his household, into a place, into a land that he never knew of. Because you ought to understand something. If Joseph wouldn't have been in Egypt, God wouldn't have been in Egypt. Are you hearing me? God was only in Egypt through the person of Joseph. And Egypt could have never been blessed if Joseph wasn't in Egypt. The known world at that time would have died out if Joseph wasn't in Egypt. So Joseph had to die in order to experience life. He died from his family, but he lived in Egypt, became alive in prison, became alive in part of the household, became alive in the palace of the Egyptians. Same principle with Abraham. Same principle with Abraham. Get the other the country, the father's house, and go to the place that she'll tell you of. So don't, don't mourn. Don't, don't come against people. Don't come against God. Don't be angry with God when it seems like all of your family members has rose up against you by you obeying God. You may experience the pain of rejection today. But there's a day that is coming that God is going to use the rejection to build you, to strengthen you out of the man and the woman of God that God has ordained appointed on you to be that you will be the deliverer of your family. You know the story. When they came into Egypt, he said, you meant it for evil, but God meant it for good. God only used you as an instrument or two to get me where he wanted me so I could become the man of God that God has ordained, appointed, and anointed me to be. He recognized it was God, or he could have been bitter and had all of his brothers killed. But he recognized it was God. See, that's where forgiveness comes in at. See, forgiveness sees things from, from God's perspective. And you have to be spiritual to forgive. Carnality can forgive. If you're struggling with unforgiveness, it's because of carnality. You are more natural than you are spiritual. That means you you are a slave. You are a slave to yourself. You are a slave to your flesh. And Satan perpetrates the flesh. And when you are a slave to your flesh, God has absolutely no access to you. Because he only can have access to you through your human spirit, not your flesh. That's why the Bible says uh, that you and I must present our bodies a living sacrifice. Because the agency of sin still resides in our body, the Adamic nature. It is still there. That's why Paul says in the word of the Lord that you and I, no, he said you and I, he said, in my flesh dwelleth no good thing. I cannot have confidence in my flesh. Confidence in your flesh is everything that you know. Everything that you gain from this realm, everything you know from your intellect, everything you know from your abilities, that's flesh. 
It don't work in the kingdom of God. Only thing that works in the kingdom of God is total, 100% confidence in the Lord Jesus Christ. The only thing that works in the kingdom of God is total submission to, in, uh, to, uh, uh, to the Holy Spirit. Humility. That's the only thing that works in the kingdom of God. That's, that's how he gets glory, ladies and gentlemen. Are, are you getting this? You're getting this. So the enemy does not want that wealth to take place. He, he, he do not want you and I to come into the wealth of place. Every time we see God doing something, it's progression. It's moving the people from one level to another level to another level to another level. But when God does it, it's supernatural. It is what? Supernatural. You are getting ready to enter into your wealthy place. I decree and I declare that you are getting ready to enter into your wealthy place. So here is warfare, ladies and gentlemen. The warfare is the fight to believe, the fight to hold on to what God has said, to what God has promised. And I decree and I declare, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, the Lord God is getting ready to pay you back for your stand. Your stand of faith. I didn't say you never failed. I didn't say you, 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 didn't, you didn't miss it. I didn't say that. I say you stand the faith. Though a righteous man falls seven times, you say, I shall arise. You failed, but you got back up. Your faith got you back up. What did God, not God, Jesus say to Peter? Peter, Satan, desire to sift you. Have anybody experienced sifting lately? He said, but I have prayed for you that your what? Faith fail not. He didn't say, I have prayed for you that you fail not. He said, I have prayed for you that your faith fail not. Did Peter fail? Yes, he did. He denied Jesus just like Jesus said, you're going to deny me. He failed. But his faith was sustained. His faith kept him. Because Jesus prayed for his faith. Jesus guarded his faith. There was a protection around his faith. Do you not understand, ladies and gentlemen, what has happened to you? You have messed up big time. You have failed many, many times. But there was something in you that caused you to get back up and kept on pursuing. Failed again. You got back up and you kept on going. And everybody laughing at you and saying, oh, man, here he is again. Here she is again. But you don't understand why you're getting back up. Your faith has been prayed for. And the Lord God is guarding your faith. You feel condemned. You feel uh, unrighteous. You feel no good. And you even discuss it with yourself. You even discuss it with yourself. And you've been saying, man, how many times I'm going to keep on messing up? Man, uh, God must be tired of me by now. And you say, I just might as well go ahead and quit. And you try to quit. But you find yourself back again, talking to God, showing up in church, sitting all the way in the back, because condemnation going to make you sit in the back. Now, what people don't think about me, because you worry about what people think of But your faith got you back up. Your faith got you back up. God has shielded your faith. Jesus prayed for Peter's faith. Not only he prayed for Peter's faith, he would pray for our faith. I have prayed that your faith 
fail not. The enemy don't like that. He don't like that because he knows your faith is going to get you back up. He's he going to try to manipulate you again because the warfare is in your mind. You might as well go ahead and quit and give up. I mean, because look at this. I mean, you don't fail this time, you don't fail that time, whatever the case may be. But your faith, your faith, your faith. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost up in here. Your faith has been prayed for. The Holy Ghost is energizing your faith. The Holy Spirit is energizing your faith now. And everyone that talked about you and lied on you, and everybody that's criticized you, in the midst of your failures, your mistakes, and getting back up, you will supersede them. You will supersede them. Because they're talking from self-righteousness. A self-righteous person talking, well, <laughs> every time I turn around, they've, they missed it in this area. Missed it. You know why they said it? Because they, they, they haven't missed it in that area. They haven't missed it in the area you missed it in. So we feel superior over people when we have not sinned the way they sin. But everybody has sinned. So what that person you just talked is what you're actually saying is that your sin is more polished than their sin. Are you hearing me? First John talks about there's a sin that is not unto death. But there's a sin unto death. If your brother and sister that's constantly missing it and getting back up, if they have not sinned the sin unto death, they got a chance to make it, baby. Because you have sinned, but you have not sinned the sin unto death. That's why you are constantly moving forward, because you haven't sinned the sin unto death. Are you, are you hearing the Holy Ghost up in here? God has encouraged a few people on this, uh, on this radio broadcast today. Shake yourself and know that you have entered into your due season. Know that you have entered into your set time. God entered a covenant relationship with an idol worshiper. You are not an idol worshiper. I hope not. If God can enter a covenant with an idol worshiper, what about you and I? Are, are, are you hearing me? If he can pray for a man that's going to say, told him, you're going to deny me. And told all the rest of you are going to leave me today. All of them forsook the man that they work with in ministry. They forsook him. They scattered. One even denied him. The one that was supposed to have the revelation. He was one of the three that was more intimate with Jesus. One of the three that went to the Mount of Transfiguration denied him. But yet became one of the greatest apostles in earth history. Are you hearing me, ladies and gentlemen? It's your due season. Peter had a due season. Paul had a due season. All of us have a due season, and we're entering to have a due season at this present time. There is a shift that is taking place in your spirit and getting ready to be made manifest. The devil's probation period is up. The devil's probation period is up. His probation period on your life is up. His probation period on your marriage is up. His probation period on your children is up. His probation period on your ministry is up. His probation against your health is up. His probation against your wealth is up. Are you hearing the Holy Ghost up in here? 
This probation against your uh, business is up. It's up. Now God is getting ready to move supernaturally. Call supernatural restoration to take place. Supernatural restoration to take place. Supernatural restoration to take place. Wealth is changing hands for you. Wealth is changing hands for me. Creativity is getting ready to be unlocked on the inside of you like never before. Some of you all will have between three, five, and seven money screams. Are you hearing the Holy Ghost up in here? Some of you all will have between three, five, and seven money screams. And ladies and gentlemen, this is not for you to hoard up. This is for you to help advance the kingdom of God. This is what it's all about, advancing the kingdom in the earth realm. Do you understand what it means to advance the kingdom of earth realm? To get people to cease to depend on the government. But now they are dependent on the kingdom. We are to be the suppliers of humanity. It never was God's design for the government to be the supplier. It was always his will for his kingdom to be the supplier for the people. The kingdom of God. And we're going to supply. We're going to supply, supply supernatural. We're going to supply economically. We're going to supply educationally. We're going to supply in every area because it's changing hands. God found some people that is not greedy. God has found some men and women that is understanding the principles of the kingdom, and we're getting ready to move mightily. We're getting ready to do some things mightily in the earth. That's getting ready to blow folks' minds. Some of you all will have so much money, you're not going to be able to, live, to, to uh, use all of the days of your lifetime. You've got to start preparing your family. Start preparing your children. Start educating them that, uh, concerning the kingdom, that this finance that we have is for kingdom advancement. It's, it's our job to prepare them. So God's transferred into our lives so we can be able to transfer to our children and our children to our children's children that the kingdom of God continue to advance and advance and advance, that we share with our children that it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. We share with our children how to help people to become responsible. It's just not just giving stuff away, but it's giving things away so we can help prepare them to see the God that just blessed them through us. It's not us. We're nothing but instruments and channels that the people can see God. When they see God, then they can begin to trust God like we trusted God, and God can come in their life and move for them as well. It's about the kingdom. Ladies and gentlemen, my time is almost up here, unless we have some people that desire for me to pray for them. This usually is a two-hour show. We've been doing one hour because we have not had anybody desire prayer or anything. If you desire prayer, just click the one button. On your phone, if you are on chat, got quite a few folks in, in chat today, a whole host of people, just type out what you need prayer for. And those that are on chat, you need, I need your name and what you desire prayer for. Don't ask for general prayers because God is not a general God. He is a specific God. Uh, see, I just want prayer. No, I'm not praying for you because my prayer won't work for you. 
if you specific, say, I need prayer because I'm challenged oh, in my body. I need prayer because uh, I'm challenging my economics. I need prayer because I need a job. I need prayer for my marriage. I need prayer for my church. That's specific, and God can release the anointing to break every satanic and demonic and fleshly yoke off of that circumstance or situation. If there's anyone at this present time, before I get ready to do my last announcement, uh, uh, that is our prayer. Okay, we got one individual I see here. Okay, uh, area code. Uh, what's the area code? My uh, computer here has. Um, oh, there it is here. Okay, I barely can see that. But uh, you're on. You're on the air. Hello. Yes. Yes, I'm desiring prayer uh, for foreclosure prevention, and I'm unemployed at this time, and um, I'm trying to keep my property from going into foreclosure. My last month for unemployment is this month. Very good. I believe that today is a day for the supernatural for you. I've been praying that for the last six months. Uh, the Lord been put in my spirit to begin to speak, decree, and declare the cancellation not only of debts, but the cancellation of foreclosures. We're going to release the spirit of God to move on your behalf, and I believe God is going to bring judgment on a lot of these unscrupulous bankers that has manipulated people along with the uh, uh, mortgage companies, knowing what they was doing. But do you believe today, before I, before I release this, do you believe that the Spirit of God can come enter into your situation and supernaturally cancer this thing? Oh, yes. Okay, what's your yes, name? Yes, I do. Yavet. Yavet, I'm going to stand right now. Father, we just looked up Yavet before you. Lord, her property and so many people, Lord God, is challenged with foreclosure all, all over this nation. But this is her due season. This is her set time. This is the time for heaven to enter into the situation. Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, by the blood of the cross, we cancel right now. And we command to be paralyzed and neutralize um, this foreclosure in Jesus' name. Even the proceedings in Jesus' mighty name. All of those have anything, to, uh, the power to make decisions concerning this foreclosure. We bring them subject to the lordship and the influence of, of the spirit of the living God. We release right now supernatural cancellation. Supernatural cancellation. Spirit of the living God move upon the paperwork. Move in the computer system. Even now in Jesus' name. We thank you for the alteration and the correction according to heaven. Even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Lord God, we thank you for showing yourself strong, Lord God, in this matter. And now, sir, we do give you the glory. We do give you the honor. And we give you the praise, sir, for the kingdom of God entering into this woman of God's life, into her property. That property belongs to you, sir. And we thank and we praise you, Lord God Almighty, for the sanctification of this property. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. It's done, and it is settled. And, and, and if there's anyone else that's online right now, ladies and gentlemen, this is how it works. Uh, 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 you are challenged, now. you need to begin to praise God. You need to begin to thank God for her, and God is going to move on your behalf. If you challenge her with a foreclosure, you stand in agreement with her and believe God with her and watch it be reciprocated to you. 
that for every prayer that was prayed over her, God, the Holy Ghost, would take that prayer and begin to work that prayer in your situation. That's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. That's how it works. That's how it works. So, so I, I know, amen, that Jesus Christ, the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ, is going to be made manifest in this situation. Amen. Do we have anyone else uh, before we are released from this line? Anyone else that have prayer? I, I do need to apologize for uh, last week, month, uh, Tuesday night. Uh, we had a person I didn't see. We had so many people online. I did not see that they had um, uh, pressed the one button. They had uh, a question. I didn't see it until I had uh, uh, closed the line. So um, if you're online, I uh, pray that you accept my apology. If anyone else online that need prayer for anything, uh, just click the uh, number one button, and we will release the presence of God in that situation. We'll take authority over uh, this realm and begin to release the realm of God into your situation. Anyone else? Amen. I see. Uh, let me see about here on chat here. I see the chat. This thing is increasing. Okay. Uh, I don't see their thing here. Okay. Nevertheless. All right. Well, this has been, uh, well, I do see a prayer request, but I need you to, I see a person in chat there. Hold on for one minute, if you will. Uh, you got, but you have to type out what you need prayer for. I see it here. Uh, uh, you have prayer requests, but you have to type it out. And once you type it out, then... Uh, uh, we will pray uh, concerning it. Uh, I see you there. He says, I have prayer requests, but you've got to type the prayer requests out. Type it out. Uh, what you need prayer for? Okay. All right. I see it here. Prayer for youth that we are agreed to assist that are dealing with broken home situation. Okay. Uh, we'll lift that situation up. Father, we just lift this situation up. This broken home situation, and this uh, this youth, Lord God, this young person, Lord God, you are the God of family. You are the God of relationships. Satan comes to steal, kill, and destroy right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. We call down the judgment of God upon the enemy of this family. We call down the judgment of God upon the enemy of this young person in the name of the Lord Jesus. We cancel your satanic and demonic and fleshy manipulation. Even now, that's been assigned to this family. We speak dichotomy, acrimonious segregation in your midst. We command it to dissipate. We command it to die by the blood of the cross. Even now, in the name of Jesus, we release right now resurrection life, resurrection authority, resurrection power, resurrection restoration, and reconciliation in harmony and favor with the Most High God. Lord, your kingdom has already come. Now we pray for the manifestation and the demonstration of your kingdom in the midst of this family. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I speak, decree, and declare an open heaven over this family. We thank you, Lord God, for angelic aid, angelic assistance. Being dispersed even this day on the behalf of this family. Now take what the devil has meant for evil concerning this family. Begin to shift it. Begin to turn it. Be glorified. Be magnified. Be exalted and be extolled. And we break the powers of darkness off of this youth right now. We cancel your assignment. We bind the spirit of blindness, deception, self-deception, and ignorance. We command it to be rooted up and rooted out. And we drive it out by the finger of God. By the finger of God. By the finger of God. Now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now God. 
I thank you and I praise you for the increase of the momentum of the light and the life of Christ in this youth, in this family, even now in Jesus' name. Let your divine and perfect will be done and performed. Now, sir, we ask that you will be glorified, magnified, exalted, and extolled in this family, life in Jesus' name. We speak it, decree, and declare it to be so, and we thank in advance of the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ being made manifest in this family. Father, it is done. It is settled, and it is sealed in Jesus' name. Now, if there's anyone else on this line that's challenged with your children, uh, have any kind of family issues, now begin to stand in agreement with the prayer that was released with, uh, concerning this particular person, and uh, what you release, your thanksgiving will be reciprocated to you. God is going to move on your behalf because of you now as begin to praise him with that person. You begin to worship him with that individual, and now you're going to see the hand of the Lord move for you in your family. I'm telling you, this is how it works, ladies and gentlemen. I've seen God do some extraordinary things. I've seen God, listen, ladies and gentlemen, people have been in the courtroom ready for divorce. And because of, uh, all night prayer went forth, intercession, taking authority, right in the courtroom, they canceled that thing. Don't tell me our God ain't bad. Don't tell me our God is not greater than any man, woman, boy, and girl, any circumstance, any devil, any demon, only one devil. The devil nor demonic forces. Don't tell me our God can't do it. Our God only can, but he will. Anyone else before uh, we release you today? Those that's online, you have to click the one button. Uh, those that need prayer, those that in chat, uh, you have to type your, uh, uh, your prayer request out. You have to type it out. Ladies and gentlemen, spiritual warfare, understand this right here. Spiritual warfare is exactly what it is. You're not dealing with people. It's the spirits that manipulate people. It's the spirits that manipulate our children. It's the spirits that manipulate our spouses. We deal with them. We don't deal with the people. We deal with them. When you set them free from the spirits, they will be liberated and free. Are you understanding how this thing works? All right. We have an, another caller uh, online, 786-357. Uh, 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 yes, what is your prayer request? Good afternoon. I pray for a job for my niece. Cody and for financial assistance. Okay. For jobs for Cody and for financial assistance for my niece in New York, Alexandria. Okay, you need financial assistance and a job. Do you know uh, uh, what kind of job that she desired? And the reason I'm saying this, ladies and gentlemen, because that's how God operates. There's millions of jobs. I'm going to say millions. There's thousands of jobs that is out there. But what kind of. He, job that she believed God for because he's a specific God. I know that she was in the banking industry. Okay. Uh, and since you don't know, I'm going to pray that God will open up a door uh, in that arena, in the financial arena. It may be back, it may be in the banking, but it may be something else in the, in, in the financial arena since you don't know specifically, but God knows her heart, so, so you're standing in prompts with her, and then you said financial aid uh, with a, someone in New York? Right. She, uh, My niece graduated from college a year ago, and she's uh, in the fashion in industry, in the fashion and design industry. Um, and she has been working with a company now, but they're not paying her a whole lot right now, and she's having a bit of challenges up there trying to 
maintain her apartment and try okay. to maintain her bills. So she she's still relying on assistance from her mom here. So it's been a little difficult for her. And she's also having challenges with her landlord, not knowing if whether or not they, she's going to continue the, the lease with her because the rent has been coming in a little slow. Let me ask you this question. Do you believe in the power of agreement? I do. I do oh. believe in the power of agreement. Okay, so I'm going to agree with you today. Since they're connected to you, that means they're legal. They're legally connected to you. So, therefore, I'm getting ready to pray, uh, 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 speak this thing, and open this thing up for them. But I'm standing in agreement with you that God is going to use you as a conduit. And by the mere fact that you call on this line reveals that you do have faith. And so, mm-hmm. therefore, God is getting ready to honor it. And we're going to stand. We're going to, we're going to hear about the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ. Do you believe that? Yes. Yes, I do. All right. Father, right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we lift up these two individuals before you, Lord God. The one that need a job in the areas of finance, the financial arena. Lord God, I ask right now in the name of Jesus that you will go before this young lady and you will make the crooked places straight. You will break in peace to the gates of brass and cut in some of the bars of iron. And right now, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I stand in agreement. Um, with her relative right now. Father, in Jesus' name, you said if any two agree, we agree, O God, your kingdom has already come. Now let your divine and perfect will be done and performed in the areas of employment. Lord God, it is your will that your people have employment. And so therefore, you are the God of the heavens and you are the God of the earth. The silver and the gold belongs unto you, sir. And you own the cattle on a thousand hills. So therefore, in the name of the Lord Jesus, I thank God for the angels going before her and preparing the way for employment, even now in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord God, you are God of increase. You are the God of promotion. And Lord, I thank you for this next job, Lord God. Be greater than the one that she had. I speak and release divine favor upon her in your sight and with those that have the power to make a decision to hire in Jesus' mighty name. Lord God, I thank you for your favor overtaking her on the right hand and on the left hand that she will know Without a shadow of a doubt, it was you that opened up the door for this job. It is you who have blessed her with this job, that you will receive all of the glory. You will receive all of the honor, and you will receive all of the praise. We call it done now, and we seal her, and we seal her job with the atoning blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And we cancel all satanic, demonic, and fleshly opposition in the name of Jesus. And we call down the judgment of God upon it. Now, in Jesus' mighty name, now, Father, we lift up um, a relative in New York, Lord God. Uh, Lord God, you see the desperate situation. You've been waiting on a word to be released to you, sir, to give you a legal right to move on her behalf. So, therefore, Lord God, today, today, hear from heaven today. Answer in the earth realm. Answer in New York. Answer, Lord God, to concerning um, this job she's working with in the economic situation and her landlord in Jesus' name. Now, we bring her landlord subject to you. We bring the, her boss subject to you. We even bring the business subject to you, O oh God, that has been challenged. We command right now in the name of the Lord Jesus and divine favor upon her, this job, divine favor upon this industry. And I pray right now in Jesus' name that you will begin to open up doors, oh God, for this particular business. Cause this business.
business to flourish. Cause this business, oh God, to advance. Cause this business to increase. That the finances will be able to come in. And that this company will be able to adequately pay their employers in Jesus' mighty name. We speak, decree, and declare to be sold. Unless, Lord God, you have another job for this young lady, then you reveal it. And it will be greater than this job. Paying more money than this job. And, Lord God, we pray that you will grace her a favor, not only in your sight, but with her landlord, even now in Jesus' name. We thank you for dealing with the landlord. Let, oh God, the Spirit of the living God speak to his heart, speak to his mind. We know, oh God, she has to pay his bills. We know he needs his finances, oh God. But we ask right now in the name of the Lord Jesus that you will divinely intervene in this situation. And you begin to shift it and you begin to turn it around. And we ask that you will be glorified, magnified, and exalted in the midst of this situation. Even now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we decree and we declare, Lord God Almighty, the cancellation of all satanic and demonic manipulation against this woman of God, against her housing, and against, oh God, her employment. Even now, in Jesus' name. Now let the angels encamp round about her. Let the angels go before her and make her a cricket place straight. Now, sir, we ask that you will be glorified, magnified, and exalted in the midst of this situation. We call it done now. We call it settled now in the name of the Lord Jesus. And we bless you for it, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Those of you that know anybody else that you're in relationship with, and maybe you yourself uh, need a job on this line. Uh, know someone is that may be challenging with their employment and the employer and their housing situation. Begin to rejoice with this young lady. Begin to thank God with this young lady, and God is going to move on your behalf as you begin to praise, as you begin to worship, as you begin to thank God. To, that's how it works, ladies and gentlemen. It's going to be reciprocated to you. I don't even need to pray for you because you're praising with her. You're worshiping with her. Now you qualify for that prayer. You qualify to be a recipient of the prayer that was just prayed on the behalf of this woman of God. Lord, not only because she didn't ask for prayer for herself, she asked for prayer for two other individuals. Because she's concerned, oh God, now I ask that you would be concerned for her and that you will bless her exceedingly abundantly above all that she's able to ask or think. And I pray, sir, that you will give her what she didn't even ask for in the name of the Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus, I speak, I decree, and I declare increase in her life. I speak, I decree, and I declare promotion in her life. I speak, I decree, and I declare stability in her life. In the name of the Lord Jesus, it is done. And it is settled and sealed by the blood of the Lamb. It cannot be altered, and it cannot be changed. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. If there's anyone else, that need prayer for anything before we release you. you click the one button of you in chat. Just go and type your prayer out. I am looking in chat right now. I don't see anyone else. Amen. Jesus, ladies and gentlemen, is Lord. He is master and he is king. He is ruler over everything. He loves his people. The Bible says this whole world lieth in wickedness, or lieth in darkness. The kingdom of God has come that the will of God will be done on earth as it is in heaven. There is no unemployment in heaven. There is no 
mortgage situation in heaven. There is no financial situation in heaven. There is no health situation in heaven, ladies and gentlemen. It's our job and responsibility to release the will of God, the will of heaven, into this realm. This realm must bow to the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. It must bow. But it can't bow until God have a man, have a woman. That will put a demand upon it to, put, uh, to be put in its rightful place under the feet of Jesus, where the Father has already placed it. This is the season of manifestation. My prayer to God and everybody on this line and those that will listen to this later on by archives, I pray that you will, you will stand in faith and watch what your God is getting ready to do. You're going to see uh, the Lord moved in our Sunday service yesterday, uh, last week, powerful, uh, through the praise and the worship. And one of the songs uh, uh, that was sung, uh, uh, that just one phrase, uh, and you, will, you shall see with your own eyes. You shall how great our God is. You shall see with your own eyes how great our God is. Those that receive prayer on the behalf of other individuals, you're going to see with your own eyes. You're going to hear with your own ears the greatness of our God. The manifestation and the demonstration of the greatness of our God. We don't serve a small God. We don't serve a puny God. We serve an omnipotent, omniscient, omnipresent, sovereign God. There's nobody sovereign. No demon is sovereign. Satan is not sovereign. Satan is not omnipotent. Satan is not omniscient. Satan is not omnipresent. He is a created being. We serve the creator. And every adverse spirit is going to bow to every prayer that's been released. And even the word of the Lord that was released on this line today. Those that have embraced it, you're going to see with your eyes. Not by faith. You're going to see with your physical eyes the greatness of your God. You're going to hear with your natural ear the greatness of your God. What God just did. How God just moved. How God just canceled the assignment of the devil. How God just manifested his victory over Satan in that area. In this area, you're getting ready to see. You're getting ready to hear. This is your due season. This is your set time for a miracle. Miracles is being released, ladies and gentlemen. The supernatural is being released, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you what I know. I'm not telling you what I'm conjured up in my mind. I know in my spirit. I know in my spirit. This is the season for manifestation. This is the season for manifestation. Many of you are going ready to experience supernatural cancellation of debts in different areas according to where your faith is located. Some people's faith is only uh, super, uh, um, have enough faith for the cancellation of, of credit cards. And some of your credit cards is just crazy. The Lord spoke that to us a few weeks ago, and I was getting ready to dismiss the service. Uh, those uh, repent of the debt that you got into with those credit cards. And the Spirit told me to have them come up and bring those credit cards up. Some people had one, some had two. One particular person had about six of them. Good thing she was in service that day. Now, because God now is beginning to move on her behalf, every person that line that believed God, there's going to be a manifestation of the testimony of the Lord Jesus Christ, of the cancellation of those debts. Now, the key is, when Jesus uh, cast out a devil of a woman, he said, go and sin no more. 
And they always say the same thing to those people that got their credit cards paid for. Go and don't get in debt no more. Go. Do not use those credit cards anymore and put yourself in debt. God is canceling your debts. He's giving you a new day, a fresh start. This is the mercy and the grace of God being released to you. A fresh start, a fresh start, a fresh start, a fresh start. Well, ladies and gentlemen, since there's no one else that needs prayer, uh, this has been your host. Uh, Dr. Ibn, check the chat one more time before I close here. This has been your host. Dr. E.J. McKenzie with the master key, unlocking and liberating the real you. Don't forget your, your, uh, your charge. Your charge was go back for the last three years. The prophetic words that's been spoken of your life for the last three years. Listen to them. See which one of those coincide with one another. Mark that. Write it down. And you believe before 2012 is over. See, you got to birth it. Begin to thank him. Don't pray for it. Begin to thank him for what was spoken of your life. Begin to praise him for what was spoken of your life. Begin to worship him for what was spoken of your life. The highest level of, pray, of faith is praise. The highest level of faith is worship. The highest level of faith is thanksgiving because you believe that you received it. Now you're thanking him for it. Now he can manifest, ladies and gentlemen. He can manifest. He cannot and will not force his blessings upon you or force the manifestation. That means when it manifests, that means you agree with him. You on earth, God in heaven, came in agreement, and God manifests what was in heaven into the earth realm. Once again, uh, our prayer line, we'll be fasting and praying starting Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. For those of you that have been joining us on the last Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday at 5.30 uh, a.m., uh, we will be, uh, once again, this Monday. We won't be the last one because of the holiday season. We want you to enjoy your family. I believe that this is going to be a miracle year. I believe this Christmas is going to be a miracle uh, Christmas for many. I'm talking about the areas of family. I'm just getting ready to give this, uh, this announcement, and I just heard it in my spirit, that a lot of families is getting ready to experience a level of measure of love that they never experienced before. A level measure of peace that they have never experienced before. A level measure of unity that they have never experienced before this particular holiday season. Have you noticed how the devil has really been stirring? I uh, heard about the situation happened up there in up north there. A young man came into the school room. You heard it last night. And uh, uh, mother's school teacher killed her, killed his family member, killed all of the kids. Ladies and gentlemen, Hell breaks loose during this season because this is the time that has been set aside for uh, the celebration of the birth of Christ. This is the time where people commit suicide during this season, during November, December, and January. Ladies and gentlemen, go and look at the statistics. More people die and commit suicides during this time. More people are oppressed and depressed and suppressed during this time. But we cancel it. We got we to come together in prayer, cancel the spirit of death. Jesus holds the keys of death, hell, and his grave. We cancel suicide. We cancel that spirit of suicide. By the blood of the cross, we command it to be paralyzed and neutralized, and we command its momentum to die now in Jesus' name. But, Lord God, during this holiday season, we pray for the increase of the revelation of the salvation and the deliverance and the redemption of the Lord Jesus Christ during this holiday season. We cancel right now that foul spirit of suicide. No more in Jesus' name. 
and you decree it will not happen in your family. And you decree it will not happen in your community. You decree it will not happen in your church family. You decree it will not happen. I canceled it in the name of the Lord Jesus. But we release life. And we release the revelation of the Lord Jesus Christ. So let's keep uh, those individuals up in prayer, that family in prayer, ladies and gentlemen. Hell breaking loose. But we will be the instruments of the blessings of God. But once again, there will be this uh, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. That's the 17th, 18th, and 19th. Uh, the, uh, uh, the number is 712-432-3900. Once again, 712-432-3900. The coal is 28-7381 pounds. And I'm going to uh, uh, be changing probably all of our uh, prayer lines to these, this number here because we're able to save them. Uh, the code is 2873.81 pound. Once again, 2873.81 pound. All right. Uh, also, we'll be having our watch night service. You don't want to miss it. Uh, we just believe God that uh, uh, signs, one is a notable miracles is going to manifest itself in our midst. If you have a, a church home, be to your church. You go to your church. Uh, if they do not have watch night service, then join us. That's on the 31st, ladies and gentlemen. That's Christmas, uh, not Christmas, New Year's Eve, the 31st, December the 31st uh, at 10 p.m., the Embassy Suites Hotel. That's the Miami Airport location, 3971 South River Drive, 3175 South River Drive. So, therefore, if you have uh, any questions concerning it, you can call up administrative office, which is area code 305-698-0765, area code 305-698-0765. So we'll be having watch night service, uh, access granted. Uh, That's our uh, word uh, for uh, this watch night service, access granted. Whatever your desire is, access has been granted. What you desire to see God to do, access has been granted. So you come and enter into what God has for you. Access has been granted. Walk through the doors. Walk through the doors. So come join us, uh, have family and friends, co-workers, uh, have them to be there, uh, 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 this watch night service. As we uh, uh, embark upon a new year, we will take the new into the new year. This has been your host, Dr. E.J. McKenzie. It's been a pleasure uh, joining forces with you to establish the heart of the mind of God for your life. We love you guys, appreciate you, and thank God for you to the highest. And we look forward to being with you on Monday at 6 p.m. and on Tuesday at 6 p.m. to 7. So once again, this has been your host, Dr. DJ McKenzie with the Master Key. God bless you and let the rest of your day be blessed and your services on tomorrow be glorious.